Welcome to the Pulling the Ripcord podcast, the life and times of Tim and Sandy as they jettison the rat race of a life in the working world to one of early, easy retirement. Follow us as we plan for this transition, then take that step, along with the hoped-for move to life in Portugal as retirees. So pull up a chair and get comfy, and once again, welcome to the Pulling the Ripcord podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Tim. And Sandy. And this is another episode of our podcast. Which is yet to be named. named. Yes, maybe I'll do the to be determined uh, name that would go in. Uh, But Boa Noit, which means good evening. Uh, We're still sitting here. If you heard our last podcast, we started out eating and drinking wine. Uh, and we are still doing that, but we decided to go on and record another episode. So, same wine, Columbia Crest, unoaked Chardonnay, 2015, from, uh, I believe it's from Washington State, Columbia Valley. Yeah. And my lovely wife has a little smorgasbord for us to munch on while we consume the wine and record the podcast. And as I mentioned, uh, or maybe I didn't, uh, we're going to talk about Frugal Living, Enabling Early Retirement. Okay, so we have a couple of words that we'll start and end with. And Tim said started with Boa Noite, which means good night. And in Portugal, you don't say Boa Noite until it's dark. So you start the day with Bom Dia. Good morning. You, or good day. During the day, you can say Boa Tarde, which is good afternoon. And then, as soon as it's dark, then you may say Boa Noite. And today we are discussing dinheiro. Dinheiro? Yes. Which is money. Money. So those are a few words that we've been working on. Um, all right. So what have you got for us, Tim? Well, so I think uh, one thing I want to cover is you might have remember that uh, I bike commute to work every day. And how that fits in here is that... Because of that, we were able to get down to one car, uh, for Sandy and I at least. Our, my do- uh, daughter, she has her own car because she has to commute to her university and needs reliable transportation for that. But uh, we had two cars at one point. We had three cars at one point. We each had a car and then our daughter had a car. Right, uh, and then, and then uh, my, yes. my my beloved son, our beloved son, took care of that. Uh, the day he got his driver's license, he took asked if he could take her car to the track meet, and on the way to the track meet, he was st- he totaled her car at ten miles an hour by riding. Long story in, short, yeah, long story short, he totaled it, and. Um, yeah, so we went down to two cars, and then now she has a car, and we have one car. Right. So that, as far as frugal living, cars are very expensive. I forget the exact amount, but I was it's around... say, what would you say it costs to uh, maintain a car every year? Well, you know, the f- official figures, I guess if you're still paying on a car, paying monthly payments on a car, it could be like eight to $12,000 a year per car. If you're not... Of course, paying the payments, you, but you still have insurance, insurance, gas, uh, depreciation on it, mm. uh, new tires, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it, it is still 
uh, probably ends up uh, at least a few thousand dollars a year at the very minimal. And I you know, never, but, I never thought we would get by on one car. I thought he was crazy when he suggested it. I was like, no way, but it actually is kind of nice. We live in the city and um, Tim rides his bike, as we said in the last podcast, he rides his bike to and from work and I kind of just use it now to go to the grocery store and that's about once a week I go to the grocery store and and then maybe on the weekends we use it to maybe go to some activity or another but right not super frequently right so that has saved quite a bit of money getting down to one car that we use somewhat infrequently uh, another thing is that uh, we don't go out to eat too often no we did talk about this in the last podcast that we go once a week we go out on some kind of a date and it's generally for us it includes like lunch we always uh he'll have a beer and i'll have a cider a hard cider or um glass of wine or something if we go to dinner but um we we decided for our entertainment that's a big thing we don't really go to the movies uh, you can only watch so many superhero movies before you're kind of done with that. So occasionally we rent a movie, but we have our entertainment is more like Netflix and Amazon. And YouTube videos and, and um, we read books and yeah, so I do some hobby uh, like electronics and Sandy has her art, uh, various art activities that she does. Yeah, so that was um, definitely, we don't have a huge um, entertainment budget. Right. Um, our car itself is, a very, you know, a 10-year-old getting a... 2006. Be, right. Yeah. So, 12-year-old car now. Uh, just, we try to keep it in good shape, but, uh, you know, get away from the car payments, which are very expensive. Um, we live in a, our home is a pretty nice home, but it's, you know, not... Well, it's a condominium. Not, yeah, it's a condominium, but it's not ostentatious. It's not, we haven't, you know, we've only had a few homes during our lives, and we've usually kept them, uh, I guess, on the lower end of kind of the range for people in our life situations, I guess, or age. Um, so we try to keep our house payments fairly small. Um, we haven't really traveled a lot, except recently. Uh, we did have done some overseas travel um, to actually scope out places uh, to retire to. Now, this is, this is something that we did that um, I'm not even sure you really think of it this way, but when we were both working, and we mentioned that I had just retired about a year ago, but when we were both working and we had two incomes, we took my income, we lived off of Tim's income, and we took my income and we saved it. So we've always lived, really lived off of one income, if we think about it that way. And uh, that has um, enabled us to do some things. Um, for instance, we bought a second home. And we did that mostly for investment purposes. We thought we might retire there and we might do six months there and six months here. Uh, we have family. Uh, this is, we, the second home is in Florida and we have family there. And so we would go visit. We used Fairly it to often visit at one point, and, and so why not point, have a place? Yeah, and at one point we thought we might retire there, but we've um, come to decide that we really are more interested in uh, retiring to Portugal and and seeing Europe and other countries. So uh, at some point we're going to sell that. But one thing we we saved all of my 
um, money. We bought that and we paid it off. So we, um, as soon as we could, we did not um, make payments for very long on it. We were really able to um, get that paid. So that's. Uh, I think we actually took a second mortgage on our main house and paid off. No, we refinanced. We, we refinanced. never took a second okay. mortgage. Yeah, we, we refinanced. Re we refinanced. And um, another thing we did is this. These are some big changes that we made. We, uh, when we refinanced our home, we did it for a fifteen-year uh, mortgage instead of a thirty-year mortgage, and the savings. I believe was at least thirty thousand dollars in doing that. I remember, you know, I'm I'm a math person and um, I'm good at remembering numbers. And I remember that figure that when we did, we looked at the difference in price over the course of the loan, we would save at least thirty thousand dollars. Right. It's not so bad. I mean, it did raise our payments up a bit, but not but, not enough. But to the make a difference. Uh, the interest rate is down quite a bit. Yes. Uh, you do make a savings on that. So overall, you save quite a bit of money. And uh, then, if you can do that. And then uh, when we sold that home and we had bought this uh, condo that we're in right now, we when we sold our other home, we refinanced this one and we went for a 10-year mortgage. So now we're looking at on one salary, we're paying more each month, a little bit more, but now we're saving an additional, um, I don't know, I think it was another 30000 Anyway, it was a lot of money because we went for a 10-year mortgage instead of a 15-year mortgage. So that I highly recommend if you can afford it, and you can afford it. You just make yourself afford it. And that's one of the things that we talked about what's important to us. And another thing while we're on mortgage, the subject of mortgage, is I have done this. My mother was a real estate agent, and... Um, she had said to me, the best thing you can do is pay down your principal. When you, when you buy a house, you pay down your principal as quickly as possible. So every single month, I pay as much as I can towards the principal on our loan. And so that knocks the price down because you're paying interest on that principal. So that's a, you know, maybe more detail than you want, but that has helped us. Um, and we'll you should at least try to do that when you first start out because I'm, you know, people who haven't looked, when you first are paying on your home, you're paying very little towards the principal. It's almost all towards the interest. interest. Yeah. So, you know, let's say you're paying uh, your $1,000 house payment. It might be only $100 goes towards the principal and $900 goes towards the interest. So you think about it, if you can just pay another $100, now you're paying your, in, uh, your principal down twice as fast as normal. And, uh, you know, another $100, hopefully you can cut some corners somewhere else and, and come up with that. And it makes a lot of difference uh, to how long you need to pay off your house. You can pay it off early and, and save quite a bit of money on interest payments. And once you, once you start putting that money towards paying off your house or in savings or whatever you've decided to do for investment purposes... And you no longer have that money around where you can get your hands on it. It changes the way you spend it and shop and think of things. For instance, uh, escrow. Our escrow um, lowered the price of our mortgage payment this year by, I think it was almost uh, $400. And so I chose to take that $400 and pay it on principal every single month. I said maybe at Christmas time when things are a little tighter because you're getting Christmas presents but for the most part I was used to paying it last year so why not go ahead and pay it this year and that brings down that what we owe on this place and since you mentioned Christmas we we are pretty maybe 
chintzy on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chintzy. We're cheap. We're cheap. I think people that know us think, man, <laughs> you don't give very good gifts. But no, we don't. But you know, we we've had this goal to make sure we save for our retirement and. You know, you got to make some compromises. So every and, year it's, what do you want for Christmas? And every year it's, oh, I don't need anything for Christmas. Or we really need a new washer. That happened a few years ago. It's like a washer for Christmas. Yeah, you know, I know it's not romantic, but I don't know how many pairs of earrings I can wear. I only have two ears. I don't know how many bracelets I can wear. I don't need a diamond tennis bracelet. Right. So, you know, here in America, um, Christmas has gotten very commercial, commercialized <laughs> and... Been- it's Since almost Charlie like Brown. a competition for how much can you spend on gifts. Uh, you know, Sandy, she saw a commercial where the husband and wife each gave themselves new cars for trucks. Christmas. New big, trucks. Big old, big so, old trucks. Well, you know, that sounds fun. But if you want to retire early, uh, that may not be practical. So <laughs> uh, we've, like I said, for well, many a year, we've been very subdued. Well, um, what we give for Christmas and how we celebrate things. Uh, yeah, I mean, for birthdays, uh, you know, we have two kids and we we don't... Well, first of all, we've never really spoiled them. Uh, they get gifts on their birthday and they get gifts at Christmas. And that's about it. I remember when my daughter was in middle school and she said... I can't remember exactly, but it was something like, Mom, all my friends have nicer things than I do. I don't... It wasn't phones and it wasn't clothes. It was like all my, I don't know, something like that. And all my friends have better stuff than I do. And I said, I don't want to buy you stuff. I want to put you through college. And it was a goal of mine to pay for the college for, um, for our kids. Now, we're probably, they're probably going to have to take a loan out for their last semester, each of them, because they're taking their time getting through. But for the most part, we've been able to put money aside and pay for their college because we do live tightly and frugally and we didn't buy them all the latest things you know they had uh, my son literally rides my husband's bicycle from that we got from the, uh, this Cannondale that we got in 1987 that's the car, uh, bicycle my son ri- rides and um, you know he doesn't have a car he, he goes to yeah he goes to a university here in town and um, lives nearby uh, works and doesn't need to use a car so that's not only saved money uh you know we don't have to help them with it but also kind of peace of mind uh, young men and cars uh, are kind of a dangerous combination <laughs> that's uh, one of the as we mentioned how he totaled his sister's car <laughs> that's the right. day he got his driver's license yes not even counting him it's just uh you know that's a leading cause of death uh mm. for young males in this country so if he doesn't have a car, uh, it gives us a little peace of mind anyways. Yeah. Plus saves money. Yeah. So um, another thing we did, and I have to give a shout out to uh, B. Kelly, was uh, a friend of mine who lived up the street. And she told me early on when my kids were young, she said that she had a college fund for her children. And I was like, how do you have a college fund for your children? And she said she set up an automatic withdrawal from... Um, when the paychecks would get, when my husband's paychecks would get deposited, there was an automatic transfer of money into accounts for the kids. And then we also have one into a savings account for us. And that was the best thing that I ever heard and that, that we ever did. And so every paycheck, a portion of money goes into the kids' accounts. And that is how we've been able to 
pre-purchased college credits and um, uh, that's how we've been able to afford to send them through college. And I don't want to forget my uh, my dad. He's um, Oh yes, he's been he, wonderful. He saved a bunch of money for them as well and has been uh, really uh, key to helping well, he's, uh, pay for their He's a great granddad. College. Yeah, he's he's a real supportive granddad and he um, is definitely helping so that's that's been nice. He's they and they have they helped us when we like bought our house, right? Whenever they helped us a little bit when we bought our first home, and um, you know we're just I don't know we're for so we, yeah we squeak. so count on your family. You know uh, don't uh, you know take advantage of your family uh, if they're help if they offer to help uh, take advantage and uh, you know family's important and don't we can help that. each other um, yeah. and then uh, you know. As far as retirement savings, pay yourself first, I guess. Um, you know, it's fun to spoil the kids, but you don't want to be a burden on them later on in life. That's probably the biggest gift you can give them is that you don't have to come back and live with them uh, when you're <laughs> 80 or 90 years old. So, Yeah, our is, plan is to be able to retire somewhat early and then take care of ourselves to the end and not have to be a burden on our children. And that's one of the reasons I, we want them to have good jobs and education and good jobs. And so. So, and as Sandy mentioned, you know, we've all, we, it's important to start early to save for retirement. Mm. And one thing, um, you know, I'm not going to say compulsive shopper, but I used to shop a lot. And I just was one of those things I did for enjoyment. Um, like most women, I love a new pair of shoes. And I, for a while, I was really not thinking of money the right way and then something clicked and all of a sudden I realized that and this is definitely true the more I would put into savings and the more I would see our wealth grow our wealth I'd call it wealth our our bank savings. accounts savings grow um, the better I felt it felt better than going and getting myself a new pair of jeans or whatever I was buying you know and um, to the point where now I I almost uh, spend nothing on clothes unless it's really an emergency. And we've talked about um, how long until we get to retire. And the reality is, is that we're going to have to sell or give to our kids or friends or wh whomever uh, most of what we have. We have no intention of bringing all this stuff over with us that we've had over, collected over the, the right. last Right. So once you years. do that, it's kind of like, why am I buying new stuff to keep for maybe just a couple years and right. I have to get rid of or ship it and pay to ship it over to another country so everything I look at I think can I use this for the next few years however long it takes us to you know get retired and stuff and I can it doesn't even matter if there's a little bit of a hole in something I think well you know what I can make that work and I no longer think of oh what's latest trend what's new what's instead I think you know Oh, that's an old trusted thing, which I didn't used to have that mentality, but I've changed, and I'm glad. And something uh, Sandy mentioned was, if you're trying to save money, it's important. Um, we found it very helpful, anyways, to have we have an app uh, that we have that track kind of tracks how much we save and how what our net worth is and how much we have for retirement, and it's kind of exciting instead of um, you know getting excitement from buying new things and seeing stuff. And seeing stuff, we can get ex a little excited when our uh, savings goes up, 
uh, and we can see it in our app, you know, every few days or something like that. So that's kind of fun. Uh, you know, these apps kind of gamify savings, I guess, and make it fun. So I would highly recommend, uh, you know, using something like that. There's a number of these apps uh, that what they do is they consolidate. Uh, you you enter your account information for your, your bank and your say, uh, investments and uh, maybe your retirement account. And it collects it all in one place where you have a dashboard. And you can kind of see how, how am I doing this month? Did it go up or down? Um, do I have enough to transfer from maybe checking uh, into an investment account? You know, is checking grown enough? That kind of thing. And so there's a bunch of those programs. We use one called Mint, but uh, there's a lot of others that do pretty much the same kind of thing. Um, like I said, you know, uh, in, of course, you know, you, uh, you often get uh, ads, you know, that when your dashboard comes up, it will show you an ad about... Uh, Oh, uh, change to this checking account. This will save you $50 a month, you know, because uh, they pay interest. or something. So you can ignore those. Yeah, you can ignore them or maybe they're actually helpful. I don't know. But that's how they these apps make their money is um, uh, advertising financial services uh, at you. But uh, for the most part, I'd say it's very uh, worthwhile and it really helps you save and get excited about saving. And seeing, yeah, seeing your mon money grow, you know, like we said, versus acquiring stuff you know I, w I was really into acquiring stuff for a long time it's sort of a family trait uh, we all have a lot of stuff and uh, I don't want any more stuff I want to get rid of my stuff and I want to um, you know the goal would kind of to live a minimalist lifestyle but I right you've I read a few sure. books on that right I don't know would you recommend anything oh we talked about this in one of our about the um, the KonMari method of um, I like oh, yeah. to call it the <laughs> the KonMari method of throwing your shit away because really and that's, that's not what a, it is that doesn't mean squid <laughs> what is that calamari calamari KonMari KonMari not calamari KonMari oh man I didn't even get it we have a rule that when you tell a joke you have to raise your hand just in case it's not funny uh, or I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't get that. Anyway, the, um, I'm sure everybody's heard of the KonMari method, but it's, um, you know, you hold each item and you have to decide if it brings you joy. Uh, yeah, I've tried it. It's it's good if you can stick with it. It takes maintenance and it, um, I'm still at the point where I'm not ready to get rid of all of my things, but I have... I've been least, working on it though. Yeah, but we stop bringing them in. Over and over, we watch these videos about living in a small home. A tiny home. In a tiny home. <laughs> and we're right now we're in a condo and it's a tiny condo. It's just, <laughs> it's kind of small for the two hint, of us. Hint, honey. Yeah. Let's say we moved into this tiny home. Yeah. How would yeah, we yeah. fit our stuff? Well, and again, we have um, when we go to Portugal, we plan on bringing. Um, go ahead. Continue <laughs> I'm just on, watching honey. my husband pour another drink. Um, I uh, we're planning on just shipping one shipping container of small container full of stuff, so it's going to be very little. You have to pay for the shipping, um, but I think we get one where we don't have to pay customs or something like that. Right, right? no custom import. You want to check how much time we have left? Because I can't tell how long we've been chatting. Oh, a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else you wanted to mention? Um, on money front. About frugal. Just. You know, your retirement, if you want to retire early, you make it a, point, a goal. And to meet the goal, you need to make some sacrifices. Yeah, maybe we'll go. We'll uh, do a part two on this and we can uh, list some of the things that 
we thought we had to have that we no longer think we have to have. We uh, we have done without and not missed it a bit. And, um, you know, so... Um, With that, we'll say, say goodbye. We'll say adoosh. And boa uh, noite. And... See you next time. See you next Don't time. Don't know how to say that in Portuguese. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye.